and welcome to tonight, Thursday night, the 10th of December, Hutton Orbital Radio. We are broadcasting live on Hutton Orbital Radio, and you won't know that unless you're listening, so that was a bit of a redundant fact. But anyway, I'm your host for this evening. It is Psycho Cow, Grant Wilcott, and I just wanted to sort of have a little broadcast night. Well, for one, to have a chat with you, you know, let you know all the amazing things that are going on, and also just to sort of help you get involved in what's happening in the Hutton Truckers. Obviously, if you've been watching the Frontier Forums, and hopefully we'll see something in the news excuse me, soon, you'll have seen that uh, your Hutton Orbital admin team had got together to create a wonderful little memento to send down to the galactic intern Ed Lewis, um, which was a sort of beautifully engraved glass and a certificate offering him the position of Chief Decoy based on the amazing performance he put in last week on the 3rd for his galactic uh, <laughs> internship with the Hutton Truckers and leading our convoy to Maypore with loads and holes full of glue. Now, if you didn't catch that, if you missed that broadcast, it was possibly one of the most interesting uh, broadcasts of the educating ed series so far only because of the severe relevance to us obviously but equally to see somebody who's not been involved uh, in our trucking business before actually get to that point of absolute panic as the convoy took a turn for the worse and the pirates caught up with poor old Ed and they gave him a hard time well done to the code and to Don Antonacci and all his underlings and main minions, yeah, that's fair called minions isn't it, pickled minions and um, they did a sterling job of giving Ed an absolute headache but we got there, the convoy got through the majority of glue was sold, unfortunately mine wasn't as my orca was damaged due to alt-tabbing in order to host the show and do all these bits and pieces that we have to do, that um, I accidentally crashed into a sun and it destroyed my cargo um, scoop, which meant I couldn't. my cargo bay doors would not open and I couldn't drop or jettison any cargo. So the friendly Mr. Winnard, Listerice69, said, I know, I'll come and ram you and knock you until they all fall out. Which was a great idea, except that he happened to ram me at full force as I was rebooting my systems to try and gain control of the cargo hatch. Four seconds later, one big explosion, shortly followed by another big explosion, as the first big explosion was my ship blowing up, the second one was Listerize 69, and the best part of 60 tonnes of glue was lost into the ether um, but it was it was a great event if you were part of it first of all thank you so much for taking part in that convoy if you're on the Xbox you know and you're playing along as well we really appreciate it we've got many things coming up we were doing some testing for potential planet surface Grand Prixing with Commander Alien down there getting stuck upside down so there was a ton of stuff going on it was really quite uh, exciting for the, the next sort of part of the festive period obviously I am so Solo in the radio station tonight because my co-pilot, uh, Mr. Van de Alm, is currently flying his way back from an epic trucking system to um, a big event somewhere in Europe. And I'm not going to guess where it is because I'll get it wrong and then I'll get complaints of how stupid I am and all this kind of stuff. But for tonight, we are going to have a little chat 
with our political wing, the Hoppet Group. Uh, that's, of course, even Star and Commander Spike, who, for the last couple of weeks, have been helping direct our efforts in Alpha Centauri in order to get to the point of taking over the entire system, which we have now completed, and then to help us help the system get into an expansion state, which it did on Sunday evening. At which point we all took to the skies to try and find systems that the Hutton Orbital Truckers had managed to get into. Now this involved importing a list of, I think it was about a good couple of hundred uh, systems in that 30 30 light year bubble around from Alpha Centauri that we had to go and individually have a check at. So we did do that. We did eventually find one that had exactly what we were looking for, the Hutton Truckers and a percentage of influence. Now, obviously, what we now need to do is boost that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and grab these commanders and bring them down so that they can give all you wannabe truckers, all you guys that you want to help us get uh, this system taken over, because only one system, one station in it, and then move on to the next area. So if you bear with me, I'm just going to go and grab these gentlemen down. And here we go. I say drag them down. It's because we're obviously using TeamSpeak as our broadcasting centre. Um, but we, I am joined now in the studio by Commander Even Star and Commander Spike. Good evening, fellows. Hello, guys. How are you? Very good. Fine and dandy, thank you, sir. Fantastic. I was just talking about the fact that we managed to move into a new system and that we're just in the processes now of getting to grips with what we actually need to do in order to take over and uh, then continue our expansion into this universe. So first of all, um, do you want one of us to tell us uh, which system we actually managed to get into? Oh, we're now in WISE 0855-0714. Which is easy for you to say, and there is a bit of a development this evening, is there's been a, a bit of a war breakout in the system between us and a lesser faction, which is not ideal, but we kind of have to defend ourselves anyway. So there's a bit of combat for those combat-heavy truckers out there who want to come in, get yourselves into a combat zone, fight on the behalf of the truckers, and let's get this war over with as quickly as possible. But for those people who don't like PvP, what can they do in WISE 0855 to help the truckers gain control. So, so while the combat stuff's going on, because the, the war isn't with the controlling faction, so as you said, we just need to win this one to stay in the system, but what we also need to do is, is, is damage the controlling faction and increase our influence. So one of the things we want, anyone who doesn't want to do some pew-pew stuff, they're more than welcome to start smuggling stuff into the black market. There's only one station in WISE 0855, so if, if, they, want, if they want to smuggle stuff in, uh, combat stablers, stabilizers, narcotics, personal weapons, slaves, both imperial and standard, uh, toxic weight, Waste and Onion Head can all be smuggled in and sold in the black market to damage the controlling faction. Excellent. Um, now, just one of these things, because obviously I'm looking, I'm, I'm in the bulletin board now at the current minute at WISE 0855-0714. I'm going to keep saying this till it just slips off the tongue. And I can see that I've got a nice uh, mission on offer to me for 440,000 credits. I have to kill 12 civilian traders in the Luton system. Uh are we the bad guys? It, 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 well, depends we on moment. how you look at it. They, they, they might be bad civilians. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the things that will do, so, so, so taking on killing civilians in another system, as long as it's on behalf of us, what that will do is that will actually um, increase the lockdown state and raise civil unrest for the controlling faction in, in that other state, which is good for potentially if we expand into that system at the future, because that will damage the controlling faction. Although we don't want Luram 16, because that's even worse than the two systems we've already got. <laughs> but there does seem to be quite a lot of... Um, yeah, that was one of the funny things, actually, was when we finally found the system. Now, did we... Because uh, I was involved on Sunday evening when we were starting to hunt down systems where we might have influence. Did you actually manage to assemble a team to go through all of the potential systems? Yes, so we've got so there's there's the Hot Pit Spy Team is now in existence with Commander Rascon, Rumpini, BGT, and Ali Jax. So they've been all in the background, been picking up all the missions, trying various mission types to give us the information that we're showing. So when we do the the Hot Pit news updates on the Facebook page with what we want people to do, this is all the information that that, that those guys have actually gathered. Uh, Rascon's also been doing a lot of stuff in beta to try all the mission types in there to see if we can get a heads up for when when horizons drops in a few days time we'll have a bit more information as well around the mission types on that and what missions will work for us from a faction but we took the list from um the eddb.io site quick bunged it into excel and that gave us a list of all the stations that were near uh, the sort of the 30 light year range and then we just quickly all jumped onto them to have a look around and it was, I mean, it's a quite a concerted effort, so we have to obviously thank very much our spy team for their hard work in identifying the fact. And out of all those systems, we only managed to expand into one. So, so, so what we think is the information's a little bit um, la- um, sparse on this, but we think we would only go into one once we've reviewed it. We can, if we take over Wide 0855, whatever the rest of it is, we, you, we, there are things we can do to, to influence which system will expand out from when we've got control of more than one, but it does seem to be random which one you go to. Oh, right, okay. I'm wondering if we could get, um, and obviously this is all theoretical because we haven't had a chance to, to do this, if we were to manage to get Alpha Centauri into uh, an expansion again and get Wise into an expansion, is that a potential for possible two expansions? No, because you, on- you only have one faction state, no matter how many systems you've got, so, so, your, so your overall faction state will, st- will, will stay the same. So, okay. so we'll only ever we'll only expand out. We'll, we'll, we'll expand, but we'll expand out of one. If we if we lowered our influence in one, so basically, if you want to control where you expand from, you can lower your influence in one, and then raise it in the one you want to try and expand, and that can push which way you go out effectively. Excellent. So there's there's quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of little toggles, so to speak, to keep track of in order to actually get what you want from this game. So. Yeah, it's certainly not a simple thing to, to direct where you want to go. But uh. are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying your kind of tracking this part of the sort of sub game, the meta game? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing. I mean, it's great that how I, I love how complex Frontier have made it and have kept the information away from us. So it's not just so, so it is all making it up sort of as you go along. You, you find stuff out, you try things. Um, because it gets difficult to track because you have no idea if other players are doing stuff in the game. We could have factions playing in solo. We're trying to influence us and we just wouldn't know. So it, it makes some of it tr- tracking it very difficult and you've just got to try and work out what does seem to be working. But yeah. it's great fun. 
I was talking to some of the people from TOC because they had quite a hammering when the smuggling missions came in, when they had uh, an influx of commanders coming into their, their system and their station and just grabbing every smuggling mission there was, uh, flying round and coming back, which obviously artificially skewed the system influences against them and they're finding themselves in a real tough situation to gain that influence back and to get themselves into a point of expansion so uh, I do feel for them and if you are in a player group out there uh, I believe that uh, have we got our uh, our, your findings are there somewhere that people can go and have a look at what the findings are and best ways to help their factions expand they'll be coming out soon so once we've got some more data from having control of two systems because that was something that we were missing we'll be publishing it and making it available for for everyone to go and have a look and see what the effects were when we did missions that's fantastic i mean obviously when we talk about player factions a player faction is nothing different to an in-game faction so if you happen to have your own home system and you know that you've claimed as your own then there is absolutely nothing stopping you from encouraging that faction and using these techniques to boost its hold in the system where you are so for example I've got uh, in Beldacri which is where my onesie station currently is birthed until Frontier decide to have it shifted <laughs> if I wanted the Beldacri brothers who are the anarchists the pirate faction in that system to take over the entire system then I can apply Obviously, you may need some help to get the numbers up and to make it quicker, but in theory, I could sit back, help them gain influence in their system, and then expand into the next system. And before we know it, we could have another pirate power. Uh, yep. Probably in about um, 10 absolutely. years' time. So this information might... Uh, what I'm trying to say there is, you might not be in a group. You might just be playing in your own in your own way and you might be playing in solo or something you know and that's fine but it means that you can if you've reached that point where you feel you've done everything you wanted to do in front in the, in the elite you, you know you're you've not got horizons but you can start playing with the meta game and we'll hopefully be able to put up a guide that will help you get the best out of it if that side of the game interests you and to me it's fascinating it's amazing to think we have this much effect on the universe there was something else that Russ shared with us today. There's a, there's a group of players that's part of the EDC called the Eighth Dragon Squadron, and they're actually available to to to, to give them, to rent for um, and give them a mission, and, and they will come and help out people with with their minor factions. So they will take on contracts to, and so if we get stuck at some point in a particularly challenging situation, we can effectively call, call in them and, and give them a contract, and they will come in and help out as well, and then they move on. So they're their whole player group is designed, they take a contract, help out a group, and then move on to the next mission. Yeah, they're also working hard at um, determining what's going on with the background simulation as well, so, you know, we could get some interesting information off them and, you know, help them out at the same time. I mean, I think, you know, one of these things, we'll finally have all the information licked just as Frontier make changes to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyway, you know, given the sort of the interrelated nature of it, it won't take much in the way of changes to completely change how it behaves. So I think they're going to keep them on our toes for years. Well, it's a good. I mean, it is. It's, it's one of those things you don't particularly want it to be too, too simplistic because you want it to kind of be that mysterious way so that there is that random factor. It also then allows uh, Frontier to have the abilities to protect systems that they really don't want to see. Um, getting, you know, taken over or, or it could be potentially game damaging or storyline busting for them. If what, like us going into Sol? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they haven't home. thought of that at all. <laughs> changing the home of the Federation, you know, that's that's the kind of things that you've got to be careful for. So you've got to allow, they've got to allow for a little bit of mystery. Oh, something magical happened. Oh, no, that was definitely part of our original plans for this game and power manipulations and such. Really, Frontier, you didn't just press a big magic button and it says, no, <laughs> stop them. Um <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it is fascinating, and I think it's one of these things. That, uh, it's going to be so much fun uh, as time goes on, uh, being able to f- see how this develops and how many systems players manage to to take over, and how the picture of this galaxy can change so much. But yeah, for those people that are out there who are just absolutely you know sitting there thinking, oh, I don't know what to do with this game. I've kind of lost my spark with it. Why not try and take over some systems? Why not try and get a small bizarre faction to take over Saul? Something that I found with it, so, so I, Russell, uh, so Evenstone and I did a lot of uh, power play stuff sort of before, effectively before the, the Hutton mug run and um, I, I, the, the background simulation stuff and the minor faction just to me seems a lot more engaging. It's easier to gauge what influence and because it's on a smaller scale it, it, it's easier to get sort of atta- I mean I've got properly attached to our faction and I want to make sure that we, we stay alive and expand and I think from a story point of view and involvement it's much much better that way. Yeah, I mean the power play is simpler if you just want to dip in and out and not think too hard. I'm sure the power play works better, but but this is is much more immersive and you you get really involved in the story and just you know keep finding yourself getting drawn back, picking up old missions which aren't really financially viable, but you're thinking you know this is helping our system, this is helping my my uh, my my mates, my my group. So it really gets you gets you involved in it. Well, yeah, it totally gets you an addiction, and there's, there's a reason to a reason that you're creating yourself to get involved. Obviously, everyone that got involved in the Hut and Mug run um, got in with the right attitude, and we've had an awful lot of fun for it, and it's kind of nice for us to be in this galaxy picking our own uh, story out and carving it in the stars and, and very much blazing our own trail together. And, yeah... It's, it's- Something else that works really well with this, I think, probably more so than than, than on power play, is is the fact that because there is we've got we've got a wide group of players in, in, in the truckers, but with the minor faction stuff, there's a wide variety of tasks. So, so at the moment, we've got the conflict zones on in Wise, but we've also got stuff for the for, for the traders to be doing. So if you're not into the pew pew stuff, you can start trading into the missions if you want to run missions for us. You can run the various mission types. So it, it allows a wide variety of players, so, so you don't just have to be focused on sort of shooting stuff or trading stuff it, it allows everyone to get involved exactly so there's room for everybody to do anything now I don't know if you're currently in this uh, light conflict zone I didn't um, expect that to be a tumbleweed moment though <laughs> <laughs> I've just been attacked uh, by I think we might have actually we lost, lost Grant so okay so while we've well, like an even star show excellent <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I'm here I'm here alright okay, you're back you're I don't back. know quite what happened there I think TeamSpeak decided to dump my uh, open channel for whatever reasons I was just getting battered by an anaconda there um, I still am oh dear I really should go and get some you know what's, what's the word um, repairs <laughs> <laughs> shields <laughs> well th- those always help as well but I've got chaff so We'll just fire some more missiles at it. But yes, we're in, I'm in the conflict zone tonight. Uh, I can see that BGT's in here as well. There's another other, other contacts, and we are trying to... Obviously, I think there's more greens than there are reds, which is a great thing to see. So we're trying to end this war as quickly as we possibly can. And uh, fingers crossed we'll maybe get it closed tonight and we can get back to expanding and getting our influence up. Yeah, so, so, so yes, yeah, so... so 
conflict zones great but don't forget, don't forget don't sell your uh, combat bonds at Yamakaze Landing go back to um, Alvin station to, to sell them uh, Alvin prospects to sell them there um, and then also yeah and also then carry on just picking up missions and smuggling in any of those wanted goods but only while we don't have control of Yama- y- Yamazaki Landing once we own that station then, then we don't want to be doing any any dodgy dealings in there right so I would have made that mistake. I would have taken my combat bonds to the nearest station and cashed them in, and that would have been bad. Uh, yes, it, well, it, it it would have helped strengthen the, the, the faction that has the has, has the control of the station. So we're better off taking them back to Alvin. I mean, you can land at the station. We we arm repair there. Just 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 don't collect your bonds there. Just collect those back at um um Al, Alvin Prospect. Okay, well that makes sense. Obviously, anything you do in a positive light is going to boost the controlling faction first. And that's what we want to try and avoid is accidentally um, helping them out when we don't want to. And then, so once we've run this, I think we've got a boom state pending, which allows for traders to make more money by trading. So we'll, we'll, people will be able to trade at this station to, to help re- lower its, it, the controlling faction's effect. And then, we, basically, if we can get our influence up to the 75% mark again, then that should allow us to start a civil war and then move into an expansion after that. Excellent. So lots and lots and lots of fun to be had yet. Why yes. is, is my ship... Oh, goodness gracious me, I just got battered. Is that a player commander playing for the other team? <gasps> Can we get him? Let's shoot him. Let's see who it is. No, it's BGT. He's accidentally shot me. Take his mug back. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We've revoked your mug access rights. <laughs> <laughs> Send it back. So that's great. Well, I mean, I think that summarises it pretty well for anybody. If you have any questions, do go on to the Hutton Orbital Truckers Facebook page, uh, ask away, send an email in, send a tweet in, and our political spies will keep you posted and try and keep you up to date with the latest information. Uh, and Faction team at uh, HuttonOrbital.com. Faction team at HuttonOrbital.com. And then something else that that we've been doing. That, um, so, so if you need missions for for stolen or smuggled goods, or you want to take in um, stolen goods to sell in the black market, if you just um, if you sort of don't wing up, but if you team up with someone else who's who's got a large anaconda, they can they can bring in loads of goods, drop them for you. You can then pick up loads of stolen and then just go and quickly quickly offload them. Yeah, make sure you wing up and you can share the profits as well. So uh, yeah, it works but, yeah, well for both you people. You need to break the wing when you're ad- abandoning the cargo because if you're if you're in a wing when you jettison cargo, you can't make it stolen. So you have to be in a, out of a wing at that point. Ah, ah, right. So there's definitely different ways that we can really significantly uh, make deliberate actions and things like going there abandon. Well, not abandoning, yes. jettisoning, but not abandoning your cargo and letting people who are not in your wing pick it up and then sell it there in the black market. And that will reduce, I suppose, the degree of the possibility of you being scanned and fined. But then, equally, here's a question. If, and this is, you know, it's a small, a small if, we don't know the answer to these questions. If I was to, say, have a massive bounty in a system like Barnard Star and find myself quite, <laughs> quite badly wanted, but say I was to do it in the system that we're expanding into... Is there the situation that if we were successful in taking it off, taking over that system, that the wanted status wouldn't be wanted anymore? It would be kind of lost as the main controlling faction wouldn't be there, or would it be more a case of that faction and its members would still want to kick my arse? I think that's something we need to find out. Yeah, 
we yeah, can try so you need to keep yeah. that status up for when we take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't keep think it's going to be difficult. <laughs> and if we, if you still want it, then we'll just have to take you out when you're there. Well, I'm just it, thinking... It's definitely it, a good question, though. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're smuggling and using these techniques where you're unloading bigger ships to smuggle into that system to undermine the controlling faction, you're going to potentially have quite a large amount of bounty on your head, and uh, that could lead to some issues. But, you know, we'll leave it there for a minute. We're going to go and play a couple of songs. We're going to get a real-world advert, and, and then we'll be back after these short words. Words which are short. Um, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I haven't got any short words. The adverts should be playing now. If they're not, we're going to play a little tune just now, so enjoy. This is an amazing song, and it's not by the Mrs. P. This one's by the Mrs. C. Is that correct? I don't know which song you're going to play. Song, yeah. yeah, here we go. I guess I'm going to say it's Mrs. C. Yes, it is. <laughs>
Yes, and uh, that was by the amazing Mrs. C, Mrs. Crabe, uh, and uh, someone who knows that knows Mrs. C very well, of course, is Mr. C, Andrew, and um, that was a particular special song, it was dedicated to a player group out there, do you want to sort of uh, give us a wee rundown on that? No, I, no, that one's the one that's dedicated to everyone who has done or is doing the GIMP run, so I've just come back from mine last night after taking weeks, and I wrote that on the way to Sagittarius A to relieve the boredom of jumping. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful song, it really is. I mean, she uh, she is clearly very, very vocally talented, and uh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and uh, has done so so many wonderful uh, little things for us, and I believe we've got quite a few different ones coming from from both the the Mrs. C's and the Mrs. P's, and and of course, if any of you out there have a parody in your heads and you have someone with the skills to to sing it and record it, then we would be more than happy to have a listen and play it out on air as well. So, Gimp Run—it's a great point to bring up the fact that the Gimp Run is still on you still have an opportunity to get involved to have a look at it to run the con- the gauntlet and earn yourself a patch the details are on our facebook page and uh, are they in the forum the gimp run i don't think it is actually but it's on the website and on the f- facebook page or if anyone has any questions message me i'm happy to answer any questions share the pdf and stuff Fantastic! I, it's, I, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, I was going to head out to to the actual um, Sage and got so far out, and then realised that I wasn't going to get back in time for the educating ed process. So I think I managed to get six thousand light years out. Now it took me three days. Now what I just don't get is how our winners managed it in twenty four hours. I it, just, took, it took me two months. <laughs> <laughs> It is not. Absolutely. It is. It not must have been twenty-four solid hours. That's the only way. Well, yeah, and I know, but even at that, I struggled. <laughs> struggled for just you know <laughs> a couple of hours in a day. It is, it's a, it's definitely an eye opener into exploration. Uh, that is for absolute certain, and you might find that you absolutely love it. And I got into the the real addictive side of things, which is like looking on the map and going, "Oh, that could be an Earth-like scan. Oh, it's a water world. Oh, that could be an Earth-like. Oh, it's a metal world. Oh, that one looks like it's an Earth-like." <laughs> and you get totally hooked into, it. and then you realise exactly. that that's not how you get to Sajay quickly. That's how you get to Sajay extremely slowly. So I did exactly the same so i was scanning lots on the way there and then on the way back i stopped at grafio to drop my final mug off there and then at the last twelve thousand light years i just did honk scoop jump all the way back to get back but even then i could travel about a thousand light years in 45 minutes so it, it's not a quick still it's not not quick to do but i got 27 million in rewards and went up four ranks in exploration so if you're thinking of doing it there's still time to do it <laughs> Fantastic! Now I'm just looking to see if oh yeah exactly it finishes on in January, isn't it? Is it the third? First, first of January. First of January. So yeah, basically. Got- You've got those wonderful days when your family bores you to death at Christmas, and you think, you know what, I'm just going <laughs> to sneak away into my into my study and maybe do uh, maybe I'll just aim for ten thousand light years today, and I'll do the other sixteen tomorrow. And it's quite a it is quite an undertaking. I think you learn that roughly around about the three thousand light years out mark. Yes, that's that's yep. the point when you start thinking, how many more? 
Oh when, when I originally started, I started doing shortest jump, thinking, oh, I'll go on a scan everything. And then a couple of hours into it, I realised it was, it was going to take me about 5,000 jumps just to get there. So then I changed the shortest route. <laughs> it, just, it does get to you slow. And then, of course, there's that whole realisation. Once you're out there, you've got to make the same journey back. <laughs> that was that was tough. That's why I left Grafio to last, to at least give me something to do on the way back. Ah, excellent. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I just, uh, I thought it was, I take my hat off. It does give you an appreciation for the guys that are going out there. And I'm keen, I'm actually, I don't know why, I definitely would admit that I seem to have the bug, because um, I'm really looking to try and get back out there and do some more exploring. I don't know if it was discovering two Earth-likes on my journey. Or... Uh, uh, sorry, go. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was that that's got me the hooked and the fact that there's now systems out there with my name on them, whether that was the, the, the sort of real sort of hook that's kind of, I want to go out there, I want to have my name all over the place, I want to go around peeing and taking ownership of all kinds of systems and equally, it'd be really awesome to be out there and landing on these alien planets that no one else has been on and, and oh, oh, there's so I guess there's a little bit of exploring in me somewhere yeah, like, You think it's slow now, wait till you've got an SRV in, in the hold and just, oh, I'll just have a quick Nip down to the surface, see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me 45 minutes to sell my exploration data with every time just coming up with loads of first discovered, because I went slightly below the galactic plane on my way there, so I dropped down by about a 1,000 light years first before going along. And just every time, I'm, I'm, so I've screenshotted every, every planet that's got my name on, so I'm going to put a list together so I can go and visit them again. <laughs> I took screenshots of my Earth likes and uh, my uh, water worlds so that I can go back and, and have a look around the systems as well and get some beautiful screenshots. But they're way out there. I think if you are interested in trying to stamp your name on some planets, you are talking about going at least four or 5,000 light years away from the central areas, from populated space and then you will start to find systems that nobody else has done and you can tell if they've been on a run to get to Sag quickly because the star will be scanned but nothing else will be so you can get an opportunity to scan yeah. these other systems but I tell you where I lose heart I lose heart when I do my system scan and it goes 274 astrological bodies <laughs> have been discovered and you go yeah I'm, I'm moving on <laughs> I'm not even going to look I'm just going to go next and uh oh but yeah it gives you a real appreciation for these crazy 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 explorers but i think something that'll be good in the future is when they add the orrery if that's i can never pronounce that word properly but so the, the bit that i find frustrating is trying to plot the shortest route to scan everything so so when you look at the system map it just shows it it shows it in a linear line, but not actually where the bodies are because they're rotating round. So when we've got a 3D system map, you'll be able to see where they are live and then plot, plot your route round the system to visit everything much easier. Yeah, I mean, I, I did what I would tend to do is look at my scanner and go for the next closest body, but often that would then lead with one long jump in the middle to get back over to the other clusters. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I did. I, I'd recommend it definitely if you've not tried it, get out there. All I need now is somebody to come to me and recommend uh, how I get myself involved in mining because as yet it is the one part of my stats that remains zero and it's the one part that I just cannot think of any reason to get involved We might in. be able to persuade 
the member of the spy team and the relate and the 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 gimp run champion uh, commander bgt he's been doing a lot of mining re- recently so maybe we'll persuade him to run a run a thursday night masterclass in in that's mining. an excellent idea there's a couple of good guides out there as well but um a masterclass would be fantastic yeah because i mean it's one of those things that i know that now we're getting and certainly once the the new beta hits uh full release next week Yes, that's right, guys. Next week, exactly, we can all meet up in planets and have a right carry on. Uh, and I have to say, I think it's re- it's the SRV that has got me interested in trying mining, and I might well hate it because it really didn't have any appeal to me. But driving around on the planet using that scanner to try and find things is so addictive that you can be on the planet's surface for about 10-15 minutes, you get to that first rock and you go, yay, got one! And then it's a crash site and you're going, ooh, this is really interesting, this is different. And then you look at the clock and you've been playing for seven hours and you've got a hold (laughs) full of bits and pieces and then you call your ship down so that you can chuck some of the extra bits that you've got into the cargo hold of the ship, it then flies away, you carry on going. It's addictive and I think that uh, mining could do with that kind of degree. I think if maybe we changed mining lasers to have that kind of breakdown so that you have that scanning effect across the asteroid fields, it creates that kind of addictive minigame. But then again, that might just appeal to me. Everyone else might be thinking, that's rubbish. I don't know. You guys find yourself sucked out of time on the on a planet's surface yet? Absolutely. Uh, the trick is finding the time, but yeah, it's, it's quite immersive. I did lose a lot of time trying to find my ship at a station, though. <laughs> I was driving around the whole thing, couldn't find where I landed at all. I must have missed something. <laughs> I've, I've done about 15 minutes in beta because I wanted to get the GIMP run finished in time. So, so hopefully I'll get some time in time this yeah. weekend, just before it la- just before it's released in full I, game. I haven't spent that much time because I've been trying to support the truckers. So there's well, just so much it. going on. It's hard not to to want to come in and and join in and make a difference. And of course the thing is about the Hutton Truckers is you don't have to be a self-declared solo Hutton Trucker unless you want to be. Um, we are, it's a, it's a lovely kind of almost like a, a subtitle for, you could be a code member and a trucker at the weekends, you could be, you know, a, a, a different um, imperial faction and a trucker when it suits you. It's one of these factions that trucking is obviously just that kind of job title and it's like being uh, in a what would you call it uh, a union you're a union of yep. truckers <laughs> so you don't have to be completely exclusive or, or looking at it and the, the way the way the game works at the moment is it doesn't give you that kind of label that would then preclude you from being in another group as well so at the moment it's quite nice but obviously the game will develop and possibly at some point the truckers will become a power and it'll be really interesting <laughs> I think we're a long way <laughs> well, we, we are a long way from it but it'll be interesting to see how that particular process will go yeah, yeah, it will be. Because yeah, uh, I don't know if Frontier said that while you can do it, I don't think they've got the mechanics in place at the moment for it to happen. So it, I, I think it's a manual process that will go that way if someone, if a, a group gets their faction large enough in, 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 a, in enough number of systems. We're just waiting for a decent picture of Alvin, really. <laughs> <laughs> Alvin Bobblehead. But yes, and other things, of course, uh, there was a, a lot going on today in the forums with the re- revelation of the Christmas stream plan for the 21-hour 
24-hour stream by Ed Lewis on the 21st of December this year, and that is what you could only really term as absolute insanity on his behalf. Um, But well done him. You know, and they're raising funds for special effects, which again is a charity that's close to Van de Uns and my heart. We obviously have uh, we were down chatting to them on the on the radio chat station as well. We were uh, saw them down at Fantasticon Baz and had a chat with them. It's a really important charity, so it's good to see Frontier, who've I think they've officially supported them for a couple of years now, and. Um, these funds that they're raising on their Just Giving page will go to special effects. But that's not all they've got at the moment. Now, this stream has a prize list of, I don't know, every gamer's dreams, including a sort of uh, top-of-the-range PC um, system. I don't know, have you guys had a look at these? Yeah. But the, the, the paint job, the, the, every paint pack in the... In the um in the game as, as it stands, you've got Lifetime Expansion Pass, which of course isn't available anymore. Well, that's the auction. Uh, that's the, 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 oh, the, sorry, that's the, the blind auction, yeah. auction, which is what you know, I was going to go into next. Because, yeah, they're, they're now allowing us to bid blind, which is a hard thing to get your head around at first. Because you don't know how well you're doing. You don't know if you've gone in 24 times more than anybody else and therefore it is a risk that you take when you do make a bid um, but they're selling things there uh, including passes to all the elite meets uh, for the next year so whether that be a frontier run one I think there's a free entry included in that to the likes of uh, Fantasticon and Lavecon and I'd imagine it will extend to, to elite meet too because um, I don't see that being a problem Santa Con is eating all my missiles. Um, and it should be really, really interesting to sort of see how that progresses. Now, that closes on the 16th of December. They're in the forum. You can get that post. And there is an email address that you will email your bid to. And then, obviously, if you're successful, you'll then have to pay for it. I don't think you get away with not paying for it. I think, yeah, I think you'll have to pay for it. <laughs> but yes, I mean, to, to be able to get uh, your hands on every skin in the game is pretty impressive. And uh, uh, I, I don't know, some of the, there's another one as well. Oh, yeah, of course, how could I forget? Custom made skin for your own ship of choice. So that's a skin made specifically for you. Nobody else in-game will be able to have that skin. It'll just be yours. I did check with um, Frontier with regards to whether or not you could you know, fundraise as a group and then maybe request it as a, a group skin. Uh, but that is a definite no. This is a one-off uh, for one person only. Which is, you know, a good thing, you know, because it means that, you know, that if you get it, I'm not sure what I'd go for, but you guys, what, what kind of custom skin would you request? Oh, it'd have to be someone with a giant mug on the top of a cobra. It'd have to be, yeah, it's got to be a hunting one for us. And I, I would say it has to be the cobra. But it's, it's a good blank canvas as well. Yeah, okay, I've got the kind of idea in my head. I'd love a cow um, print for my, <laughs> Black and white. Excellent. For my T9. Um, do you remember Gateway computers used to do that on their boxes years yes. ago? They used to have black and white, the cow boxes. That's what you want. And on a T9 would be brilliant. 
So I kind of I've, that's where I've got my head. Uh, so I have uh, sent uh, you know my my email in and wished them well, but checked to see whether or not we could have gone for uh, an exclusive sort of hut and skin, which would have been brilliant. Unfortunately, that's not the way they want to go. But I kind of strongly suggested that if they want to really raise a a nice big amount, then having some kind of bidding process on a group skin would go down an absolute treat with all the player groups. I can only imagine that they would pull resources and the likes of the code would have their own and you know all the Mobius group which obviously has the most members how much money could they possibly raise if they all stuck in five quid I'm, I'm sure there's something else to think about for the there's groups. always the option of a decal because a decal you can fit to any ship as well if we could get a Hutton decal or a code decal or whatever that you know I reckon that would sell well Oh yeah, of course. A little code, a little um, hut and mug with that nice little hashtag for the mug underneath it for your for your decal would be spectacular. And extremely I, yeah, popular. I'm, and I'm sure they they might well look at the. I suppose for the, the the skins for the groups is something I think they will look at. I think they've just got to work out how how much it costs them and their artists to produce it for a ship, and then work out how much they could actually charge a group to pay for a custom skin for a group. I guess. Yeah, but you know, there's there's a long run in Elite. I mean, they've got a ten year plan, so there's lots to come. Exactly, there's a long what, ten years of uh, of all kinds of who knows what and exciting new developments. I mean, Horizons itself opens up so many potentials, right? Yeah, and that's just year two. Yeah, I know. It's just it's kind of scary, isn't it? How much it's is going on. Kind of scary how big a graphics card we're going to need. <laughs> I did see that for the, the VR update. Um, yeah, that was minimum spec as well. At a, at a nine eighty, was that's a powerful card for a min spec. I've got um, some pretty serious issues here. What's up? Uh, I have. I cannot. Right, okay, so cargo scoops down. Right, I was having difficulty actually getting my frame shift drive because my cargo scoop man malfunctioned and got stuck down. Cool. <laughs> I'm at 19% hull. <laughs> That's not <Oops>. good. <laughs> Could somebody bump it up for you? Give you a nudge from underneath. Oh, that was a bit, that was a bit raw. Are somewhere. you managing to do a reboot? Uh, no, my canopy's broken. I'm going to have to go and jump over to the PC instead of his ship. <laughs> So while we're waiting for Cal to come back, so just a reminder for anyone who, anyone who doesn't want to do the combat zone stuff in WISE 0855, if you want to do some black market trading, combat stablers, no, stabilizers, narcotics, personal weapons, imperial and standard slaves, toxic waste, and lake on onion head. I and think then all those some combat stablers will we'll get, get John Stabler all <laughs> angry John and get the gun and off he goes. <laughs> oh, you'd love you that. Can, yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can take some combat John Stabler to, um, to, to, to the station at Wise and smug, smug, <laughs> smuggle him in, and then, and then you can take some narcotics and, and imperial slaves to him, and I think he'll have a party. Oh, you will. As long as there's some tea cut involved, it'll make him as happy as a pig in shit. Um... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I've got no canopy, so it makes this difficult. Am I moving? It doesn't seem to be... What am I stuck in? Oh, I'm stuck in the gravity well of a What did that last song just say? Cracked my what, Ca- canopy? Just like the cow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time with no canopy. It's You, you get kind of used to picking a star out in the star field as the planet or the station that you're aiming for. It, it's kind of nice. It's a skill. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, I was watching how how bright um, Yakamazi Station got when I was approaching it the other day without a, a canopy. So, 
<laughs> Incidentally, you might you might not answer this question. How can you tell how well you're doing in a war? You, you, you can't. <laughs> is that so? So what what we should hope to see is as long as our influence keeps going up. Um, that will help, but yeah, the, the, that is a hidden figure. So you'd have to. We just got to hope that we are selling more because I think it's all hidden, linked to the number of combat bonds that are cashed in. So as long as we're, having, as long as we're, get, we're selling more combat bonds than the other side, we, we will win. But it's not a published figure. Yeah, so it's one of these things we'll just have to wait and see. Well, guys, you know, thank you very much for joining me tonight. We're going to call this broadcast shut, but do check in with the Frontier one day or the 16th uh, private auction, uh, which is quite exciting. There may be a prize in there that's got some great value to you, that, you know, is just something you have to have. And just remember, all funds are going to Special Effects, which is a very deserving charity and well worth... Fantastic charity. Well worth putting maybe more than you're actually comfortable to give. Um, I didn't say that. You can't come back and see. I did. Put more money in. (laughs) Give us your muck in. And, uh, yeah, if you're not interested in that, if you're not able to sort of offer that, then maybe maybe chuck a couple of quids into their Just Giving page for their 24-hour stream and take part in those events and see if you can land yourself... Uh, one of the amazing prizes. Actually, I'm getting that wrong. It's one entry for every pound that you donate to the Just Giving page. So the more money you give to that Just Giving page, the more chances you have at winning one of those amazing prizes. And you can find links to that on the Frontier Forum as well. We'll try and maybe get them tweeted out as well so that you can have a look in the Hutton Orbital Twitter and uh, catch that. Is there anything you guys want to shout out to people out there? Any sort of a request you've got? No, just a, just a big thanks again to the to the the spy team that have been working hard over the last few weeks. It, it, they've been really really helpful with, with with producing some some of the information that we've been giving out. Yeah, they've been working amazingly hard. Couldn't have done it without them. No, no, they, they, I mean, it's, it's amazing, the volunteers that we have as part of the Hunt and Truckers, they're all amazing and wonderful people. Now, we have had a number of questions regarding prizes for the GIMP run and for the community goal that was before that for the station in the nebula. These figures have been collated. We will be making an announcement. We will be getting in touch. If you've not already had an email regarding the, the your being a prize winner and then asking for your shipping address, then you will do so shortly. Van de Un is returning excuse me, to us tonight and has a big list. I think we've all been involved in different parts for different parts of the prizes, haven't we? Absolutely. <laughs> There's a number of us that end up with a list of email addresses and, pa- and, and, and postal addresses to send whatever particular prizes we've got out to you. And we like to do it before Christmas if we can. So um, I'll get in touch with Dave and we'll maybe have an update and a list of winners for the next broadcast. Obviously, the GIMP run is still going on if you complete it if you manage to complete that ridiculous list of uh, locations to go with your mugs and dump them then you more than fully deserve your patch and the patches are epic they really really are worth it so i can't wait for the next sort of uh, live uh, meetup where we get to see all these things and people with them absolutely they're fantastic i actually have the patches here in front of me right now and and they're, they're brilliant the quality is fantastic 
Oh, that's right. You've got you've got the UK and the European kind of badges. Uh, yes, absolutely. So they're all sat here ready to go out. So if you've got an email from us, check your mailbox, check your junk, just in case it, it gets slipped in there by mistake. But get your address to us, and we'll get these out as soon as possible. As Cal said, we want to get them out before Christmas, so you've got something nice to, to sew on your Christmas jumper. <laughs> that's right, to cover those rather tacky um, Santa Claus pictures and reindeer and snowflakes, because they're rubbish. If you're ever so good, I'll send you some elite stickers too, and maybe a, a nice blue Hutton sticker as well, if you ask nicely. It is, we're getting to that wonderful time of year, so I can't wait till we do our sort of Christmas broadcast. We'll have to come up with something interesting for it. But for now, we're going to bid you adieu. We're going to say thank you very much for tuning in and listening with us. Uh, we are going to go for another quick advert, so I'm going to play another little tune by the amazing, amazing uh, Mrs. C. And this one is Life of Hours. Now, has this one got a little sort of dedication for it as well? Yeah, yeah. so so this was, uh, there was a Reddit post that I saw. Oh, I seem to have lost you there. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, so um, there was a Reddit post on that I, someone linked something on the Facebook page a while ago, and it was around some uh, clown uh, offering a 50 million credit bounty for someone killing Mobius in the Mobius group. So sneaking in, <laughs> taking him out, getting photo evidence, and then killing him. So, uh, and it was, but it had to specifically be in the private group, and it was like, I, I sort of thought that was quite. Uh, mildly offensive, so I decided to pen a parody song against it, and this is it. Fantastic. Right, so you might get some real-world adverts on the stream. I will catch you after this. What I'll do is I'll play some uh, other music, and then once we come back from the advert break, I'll play that tune out so nobody misses it. All right, here we go. Thank you guys for joining me tonight, and we'll catch you next time. Mighty gold thunder. 
What one day soon we're going to have enough parody versions to be able to entirely have the station of parodies, and that's it. It's just going to be nothing but parodies from wall to wall. Here is that amazing song called "Life of Ours," dedicated to Mobius and two fingers up against those anti-Mobius thugs. <laughs> <laughs> now I can take one more jump. Towards you Cause all you're wanting Is the kill Don't you know It's not that cool Anymore You spoil the game I love them 